0: This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.MarpleNewtownFootball.com. From high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium, here's Steve Scalari, Chris McSweeney, and Bob Herpin.
1: have action at Harry Harvey Stadium. One quarter to go, 12 minutes. Separates Marple Newtown's chances at a District 1 playoff berth, possibly against Central Division foe Garnet Valley. The Jaguars are road warriors, as we mentioned throughout this broadcast, but they nonetheless, even though they are driving, hold on to a slim 7-0 lead. Bob Herpin here at the microphone with Steve Scaleri behind the controls. Executive producer Jim Altman and Chris McSweeney, my right hand man for tonight. Chris Garnet Valley doing a little, turning the, the script a little bit on Marple Newtown, taking what the Tigers did last week against Strath Haven and turning it right back on them.
2: I was just about to say the exact same thing. We kind of saw from the Jaguars in that third quarter that bend and not break defense we talk about for the Tigers on that fourth and goal. Really playing well.
1: Unofficially, a 2 to 1 edge in possession for Garnet Valley. 24 minutes 12 in this contest. Here's a handoff to Warden across midfield, across the 45. He picks up the first down and he's finally dragged out of bounds
2: across the 40. Yeah, number 20, Alex Warden, really starting to take control of this game, especially on this drive, Bob.
1: That's one of the things we're also seeing from Garnet Valley, the willingness to go out of bounds. You know, if you had the ball this long, you can control the tempo, not just in how many yards you gain and how many seconds you leave in between each play, but also when and where you step out of bounds and stop the clock.
2: Yeah, we knew Warden and Irving were the go-to guys in the run attack tonight, and we're definitely seeing that. A lot more Warden. Warden before that play.
1: 72 yards now, that was a gain of 15. We have confirmation he is the leading rusher in this contest. 12 games, 87 yards. As this time it went to Irving, he gets to the 30, close to another first down once again, so it will be a second down in about one. No, it won't. So we have a holding penalty.
0: Holding. On the offense, 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Still first
1: down. Well, there we go. Penalties. The bugaboo for the Jaguars in this contest.
2: Yeah, penalties continuing to be a factor on both sides.
1: Helping out, but uh, particularly with Garnet Valley, they probably could have another touchdown or at least another three points in this contest if not for some big holding calls on each one of their drives thus far. Three wide receivers set for the Jaguars. McHugh still under center, no shotgun. And he's frantically calling for a timeout, and we'll do so. Garnet Valley, it's the
0: first timeout of the half.
1: So we'll take a quick break, 11.09 to go. In the contest, Garnet Valley holding onto that slim 7-0 lead. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.
0: Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel they're always hot always fresh always a great deal when I go to the Philly pretzel factory I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel bring them to a sporting event a work party even for a quick snack and you can be sure that the Philly pretzel factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value stop in today at any of their locations including Broomall, Springfield Media Folsom and Bryn Mawr or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel.
1: First and long for Garnet Valley in Marple Newtown territory at the 40-yard line. It's a handoff up, up the middle to Warden, and he's lucky if he got two on that.
2: Yeah, Kelly meeting him right in the hole right there, right as he touched the ball. Kelly was there. Good tackle.
1: Nowhere for Warden to go at all. As you're coming up on second down and long once again.
2: important tackle right there because it the forces Carter Valley into a second and long situation.
1: Let's see, once again, it's always a mystery because the uh, referee is holding on to the ball and wiping it clean a couple yards off the line of scrimmage, and they did manage to give him two yards there, so second and ten. It's a handoff once again to Warden, finds a hole f- off tackle, gets across to 35, shy of the 30, though, so we'll have a third down and short.
2: Yes. Coming up. Basically becoming the Alex Warden drive. He's getting the ball almost every time right now.
1: Yeah, they're basically the Garnet Valley is just thinking, you know, a hammer versus anvil. And we'll yeah. see who's going to win.
2: It's very similar teams tonight, Bob. Kind of the same setup. One main feature back, a couple of backs. Who also carry the ball and create big plays also. So, very similar.
1: And they are winning the war of attrition, as I mentioned throughout the first half.
2: I think that's why we have such an even score yeah. also. Whether, weather
1: also not becoming so much of a factor. There was
2: a handoff to Irving.
1: He did have a big hole, but the play will be whistled dead. Dead ball.
0: Ball start on the offense. Five-yard penalty. Repeat third down.
2: Again, another penalty negates a big play opportunity because, like you said, Bob, Irving really had a hole right there. Irving
1: hit the hole. He clearly had the first down. Clearly. So instead of a third and six, we'll have third down and...
0: Third
1: down and four, we'll have a third down and nine.
2: Big chance here for the Tigers defense to step up and create a big stop because you're in that non-field goal kind of punt range right now if you're the Garden Valley offense. It would
1: be nice to see the dangerous Johnny Watkins lurking in there and make a big hit on a big play. McKee under center, fix the handoff, drops back. It is over the middle. It is complete. And coughing up the football is Marcellus Irving, but they're saying its he was down by contact incomplete, possibly.
2: A big hit we'll by see. Ryan White right there. Huge hit.
1: But we'll see. Are they calling it a catch or not?
2: They're not calling it a catch. They're just going to say incomplete, Bob, before it's a fourth down.
1: And if they point it to the ground as if to say it would ground cost the fumble, but that would mean... It would be a completed pass, but no. Incompletion, fourth down and nine, so Akion comes on. Ryan Duffy, the deep man, standing inside his own ten.
2: Big defensive stand right there for the Tigers. 9.30
1: to go in the contest, 7-0. Ball is snapped. It's a little pooch punt slicing away from Duffy towards the sideline and going out of bounds. Unfortunately, the five-yard line. So Kevin Johnson and the Marple Newtown offense will have a little bit of work ahead of them. Best. 9.24 to go, 95 yards to pay dirt.
2: That was the best special teams play of the night for the Garner Valley o- Jaguars right yeah, there. A usually, really good kick right there. Usually
1: you see Billy Weevling do something like that. This time akion got the benefit of the good bounce.
2: I think Akion was kind of in that position where at the max of his range is in that 10-yard area, so he just let it go and was fortunate enough with the bounce.
1: One of the more beautiful punts we've seen from anybody all season.
2: Long way to go with 9.24 remaining.
1: So we have Christiano Wins again alone wide out to the near side. And up, up the middle to Duffy, he does get across the 5, but maybe no further than the 6.
2: One of these drives where I feel like you may have to mix it up a little bit. The run's been kind of contained. You may need to move Johnson out and create a couple of passes.
1: Officially, we have Alex Warden, 95 yards on 14 carries. Duffy, 77 yards on 15 carries for the Tigers. Gain of one, second down and nine from the six. Well, if you want to test of the medal of the Marple Newtown offense, this is surely it. They may have only one more drive left. In this contest to erase the 7-0 deficit. Johnson under center. Hands it off up the middle to Duffy once more. I don't think he gets to the 10, so we will have a third down and long.
2: That's exactly what you don't want to do. Eric Warden making a stop right there.
1: Boy, I'll tell you what, this is very tense.
2: This is a big, big third down play. A ton of... just for, for either side
1: during this contest. and Unfortunately, Garnet Valley's got the, the better of them uh, posi- position-wise with third and shorts. Marvel Newtown and Kevin Johnson having to come up with pretty much everything in his bag of tricks offensively to come up out of the shadow of their own goal line here. Third and seven, Bob. Eight minutes to go in the contest. Big decision. No shotgun for Johnson. He is under center. It's a fake pitch. He gets it to the outside The White. He gets across the 10, across the 15. Well, depending on where he has his uh, his knee down.
2: They're going to say he has a first down, Bob. And he does.
1: It looked a little bit hairy there. He might have had his knee down at the 14. But now they're saying he had his knee squarely at the 15-yard line. So they move the chains once again. The drama builds. 7.46 to go in the contest.
2: Big play. A really nice run. And a really good job of White making the one guy miss and creating that extra five yards that he desperately needed along with the Tigers' offense. Gain of eight.
1: So Duffy creeping up once again. On that 100-yard mark, he has 86. Johnson under center. Straight hand off to Duffy. He's finally swarmed under shy of the 20. Yeah, so Eric,
2: maybe he got a yard. Eric Warden is really meeting him in the hole right now. He's playing really well at linebacker tonight.
1: Yeah. Young Mr. Warden does have his legs underneath, and that is certain in this contest. second and seven somehow he actually felt his way for three yards there amazing with that cloud of dust handoff off tackle to Diaguardi he hits the 20 yard line but is uh, plowed under there yeah really good at group tackling
2: so once again the drama bills with another key third down play This one slightly shorter than the one before, but still a third and long situation.
1: Well, they gave him third. They gave him a yard there, so it will be third down and five. Six twenty remaining in the contest. Still, there's no, there's no quitting this offensive line. Right. They come out of that hurdle, heads high, hand claps in unison. They had that confidence that comes with being in the upper echelon of the Central League. Now, as Johnson's under center, he's being rushed. He's hit. It's complete. To Kosarski at the 25, it gets to the 30, he's got the first down.
2: And we'll see, did he get out of bounds before he was tackled? What a great throw by Johnson, under complete pressure, and just kind of dumps it off to Kosarski out in the flat, and he makes enough yards for the first down. What What a
1: good time for Thunder and Lightning to come out of nowhere.
2: Catch a ball right in the flat and do something with it. A great play, and I feel like they might need to do more of that, kind of give your players a chance in space. You do wonder
1: why they waited until the crush of time was upon them before they put that in their repertoire.
2: Again, like you said, Bob, no quit. Two important third downs on this drive and converted both of them so far. Gain of 11 by Kosarski. Johnson's first
1: completion of the contest as he rolls out again to the far sideline. He's got Kosarski down there at the 40. It is complete to Kosarski. He's out of bounds at the 42. And Bob, maybe for the first time this year, back-to-back passes from Kevin Johnson. Back-to-back completion is not too shabby. He's doing it exactly the right time you need it.
2: It's going to be close. I feel like they may have gave him a little short spot right there, but it's still going to be second down.
1: Second and very short. He did get out of bounds, so it is 5 49. That is crucial on this drive. It really
2: is, Bob. Good point. Again, really good point.
1: You need to be able to control that clock by falling out of bounds depending on where the ball is and if you need it. So there it goes. Second down and one. It looks like Garden Valley's chomping at the bit here. They want to bring the house. And they won't. They hold off. Duffy kind of feels his way. Let's see. By the Very floor.
2: close. If we go by the spot on the far side, it appears that he might have it. It's going to be close. He's going to give it to us. It is another Tigers first down, so they're moving
1: the ball just at the right time, exactly the way they wanted to all contest. As the clock ticks under 5. 30 to go. Fourth quarter, 7 nothing, Garnet Valley.
2: You want to keep gaining positive yards on first down here, Bob. Keep making the other downs manageable.
1: Karl and is the blocking back, Diaguardi. Duffy and White in the backfield. No shotgun again. Johnson fakes the hand off to Duffy. He gets it outside to White. Tries to get up to the 45. And. Tom D'Alonzo, the leading tackler, making a the tackle there. He read that play well. Doesn't look like he did as White was desperately trying to fight off his tackler and try to get that extra yard, but it doesn't appear like he was able to. Hole kind of just collapsed there. Only a gain of a yard. 4.56 to go. Still plenty of time. Second down and nine. Cristiano in once again as a lone wideout. Split to the near side here on the right. Johnny Watkins in. Johnson botches the handoff as the man right in the backfield. Eric Warden.
2: Eric Warden coming in on the blitz there, and he got through scot-free. And I don't know. Grape.
1: That might have that, I don't know. It looked, it looked a little suspicious, like he was... Uh, in the neutral zone
2: ahead of the snap well, I thought he maybe had it it looked like a good timing play to me big stop right there brings now up another it. huge third down where
1: are they going to spot the ball this time well oh, Johnson got the benefit of that call It is only at the 41 so third down and 13 they need to get to Garnet Valley's 46 on this play two wide receivers split this time to the far sideline Johnson's back he's rolling out to the left he's going to air it out over the middle it's underthrown, and it is picked off. Picked off by Ryan Woods. He gets across the 40, 45, 50. Crossed into the Marple Newtown territory at the 45, and finally went out of bounds. So it's an unfortunate circumstance for Kevin Johnson there. It looks like he had a man not in double coverage, but just couldn't get enough oomph on that ball to get it there in time.
2: Yeah, his first interception of the season, I believe, Bob, and it couldn't have come at a more faster time. Just unfortunate for the Tigers. Again, I got to go back to the play before where Warden came in the blitz and really made a great sack and a great stop, really changing the momentum of the drive.
1: Well, maybe Johnson it looked has, had a little bit of slickness on the ball, got it away in time, looked like he had enough force on it, but maybe it slipped out of his hand. And You're right, Chris, in an opportune moment. So now the Jaguars are set up at the 46. It's a handoff to Warden, but once again the play has stopped. That indicates another no no on the About Jaguar six. side. Six.
0: He
2: turned himself
1: off. Yeah. No, don't. Well we hear a little chaos and Mayhem here with the referee's microphone. The referee I think turned his mic off instead of on at that instance. But it's a five-yard false start penalty. First and 15 as McHugh takes it on the fake handoff, gets across the 50, and pretty much back to the original line of scrimmage there with that initial dive.
2: Yeah, a tough time right here for the Tigers defense. You want to force the three and out. And you have a chance to, a big second and long right here, but you got to keep your head straight, keep playing. There's still a time left. You still have all three timeouts for your offense, so you got to keep your head straight.
1: 3.20 to go. Ball at the 46, so it is second down and nine. Two wide receivers to the near side once again. But it's a straight hand up off the middle of to the Warden. The ball was loose there, apparently, for a second, but then it was picked back up and driving forward. Still good coverage by was this Warden's defense, though. Interesting play there. When the players have their backs turned, it's a little bit more difficult to pick up the ball. It did appear that the ball was on the turf. momentarily before that final push forward. So we have a third and long for Garnet Valley. Ball is spotted at the Marple
2: Newtown. 43. Big play right here. Really the play of the game so far. If you stop him here, you give yourself a chance still. You still have a heartbeat. Third and
1: six. 2.35 to go. McHugh drops back. Looks for him in over the middle. It is complete. Complete to Marcellus Irving at the 35 and he falls down.
2: So that's a Dagger.
1: That's Huge a real play. dagger for the Marple Newtown defense. Huge play for the Garnet Valley
2: offense. Nice pass, but an even better catch by Irving. Irving Mike... made a real couple of big plays tonight, and that was the best one so far. Really nice catch. He got creamed on that hit.
1: Did really well to hold on. But not before, exactly, not before holding on. That's the most important time here. We are at 2.15 to go. Score still 7-0. Agonizingly, tantalizingly there for Marple Newtown. Agonizingly close here. But hoping that the Marple Newtown defense can visualize what they have to do to stop Garnet Valley on each and every play of this remaining series. First and ten from the 32. It's a delayed handoff to Warden. He gets across the 30, but no
2: further. Kisarski making a big tackle right there. Forcing a stop. Marple
1: Newtown. Marple Newtown calls a timeout. With 1.56 to go. They're burning their first
2: time out right there, Bob.
1: All oh, right, now you're kind of getting down in, into, into the desperate hours or
2: desperate minutes here. Yeah, you got to force them.
1: Do everything you can to stop the clock. We're not discounting also special teams impact. Right. They could block a field goal, block a punt if they hold uh, Garnet Valley here. Just, uh, hold them off on a fourth and short. Anything. There's a there's a variety of things they can do to pick themselves up and to give that defense and the offense a little bit more of a spark going the opposite direction, trying to erase that one touchdown deficit that still remains.
2: Tough times right here, where you gotta dig deep. We've seen this Tigers team dig deep before. The defense has played great all year and it's tough to only give up a touchdown and find yourself down, but this is an absolute continue. this is the best and truest test of character for the Tigers
1: in this entire season. It's a bid for a District 1 playoff berth is in the balance here, as well as standing in the Central League. Locked in a tie with Garnet Valley, the Tigers are. So it's a pitch to the outside to Kyle Moore. Gets across the 30, across the 25. He does pick up the first down.
2: Big play. And stays in bounds, more importantly. Huge play. Kind of maybe the only the second or third time we've seen Kyle Moore carry the ball from his wide receiver position, and he made the most of it.
1: And that was a straight pitch to the outside, not on the option by McHugh.
0: Marple The second time half of the second half
1: And well, we are getting down there crunch time 149 to go Marple Newtown one timeout remaining And you think at this point they may actually want to just conserve this Assuming that they will get the ball back Probably inside the final minute if they do make a defensive stop
2: You're exactly right Bob Yeah, You kind of always want to keep one in your hip pocket One of the timeouts, that is. And they are down to the last one, as you heard the referee say, they took their second one, so you want to keep that second one, that final one, excuse me, right there if you can, but they may be forced into taking it.
1: The crowd senses the drama and the anticipation here. Everybody on both sides who are remaining through this uh, soggy, sloppy Friday night eagerly awaiting what's going to happen on every down as we hear the strains of the Who's Eminence front in the background. Urging on the Marple Newton defense to bigger and better things here and the, down the stretch.
2: Very nicely said, Bob. Yet another big play right here. MQ comes
1: under center. Woods and McInerney, the wideouts. Irving in motion. It's a handoff to the outside. The Warden, he is completely sealed off. He does fall forward to the 20.
2: Good pursuit, really good pursuit by the Tigers' defense. Timeout.
1: Marvel Newtown, their third and final timeout. Well, there goes that hip pocket. There must yeah, have been so, a hole in it.
2: <laughs> against what I was saying.
1: So with 142 remaining, Marvel Newtown must have supreme confidence in its defense and its offense to to be operating here with a razor-thin margin of error.
2: I think head coach Junta just feels that if you can give his offense a chance,
1: And while we have a minute here, I'd like to just remind everybody that head coach Ray Junta will be inducted into the Delco Football Hall of Fame this coming Thursday. He's going to be honored for his brief playing career in the late 60s and early 70s at St. James of Chester and also for his long coaching stint at St. James. We're now one of the uh, Catholic League schools relegated to distant memories as it closed down Unfortunately, after the 1992-93 school year, but at one time was a Catholic League powerhouse, not only in the Southern Division, but also in the league itself. As Coach Junta led St. James to its final football championship in 1991. But back to business here. Congratulations. Second and ten, 142 to go. And McHugh's going to take it himself. He's found his seam across the 25, down to the 20, breaks a tackle all across the 10. He's still moving forward. At the... Close to the five-yard line. Amazing run. Our quarterback, Mark McHugh.
2: Yeah, what a great run right there! Kelly looked like he had a line to get him there, but McHugh really lowered his shoulder, as you don't normally see a quarterback do, and fought off that tackle. And, and that gave an, actually yards.
1: gave McHugh enough time for to get his blockers uh, situated in front of him for the extra five-yard push. So we don't want to be premature here, but that may have just been the play to lock this thing up for Garnet Valley, uh, barring any unforeseen circumstances
2: exactly right Bob with the Tigers without any timeouts left and the clock ordering One. at 115 almost
1: and we are at 115 right now first and
2: goal it's going to sit in the victory formation Bob and McHugh will take
1: an A e. with 108 to go clock still ticking away
2: not much you can really do here if you're a Tigers player No. Nope. tough to watch
1: there's, no, there's not going to be any miracle of uh, Newtown Square coming
2: Rather right, unfortunate because the Tigers themselves played very well tonight. It's tough to lose a it 7-0 exactly. game.
1: You, you can't really say too much about execution defensively or offensively. It's just Garnet Valley used its attrition that much better.
2: Just one of these nights.
1: Mickey Owner center once again. Victory formation. 35 seconds to play. As just waiting until the exact last minute until snapping that ball because there's going to be one more down after this.
2: If that Very nice to see some sportsmanship also from the Garnet Valley side of things. I mean, they are in the red zone. They're basically at the five-yard line, and they're not even going to run all the plays. They're just going to exactly. let it run out and not take it to the house or try anything fancy or anything like that. They're just going to keep it at 7 nothing.
1: A class act, and that is correct. McHugh downs it, and we let the final ten seconds tick away in this contest. Well played on both sides, but Garnet Valley was that much better.
2: Yeah, basically the one play that Irving rushed for 15 yards in the first quarter, really the difference. The
1: Jaguars, as time runs out, move to six and one, five and one in the Central League. They move into what we assume to be alone in second place in the Central League with the outcome of the Pencrest game pending. The Tigers fall to five and two, four and two in the conference. We don't want to speculate, but that has dealt some kind of a blow to the District One playoff hopes. So yeah. they have it, the final score. Marple Newtown drops a 7-0 decision, a tough one, to the Garnet Valley Jaguars. We're going to be back with the wrap in a moment here from Harvey Stadium. Only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or for a quick snack – and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Brumall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back to live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium. A disconsolate Harry Harvey Stadium. As the Tigers go down to Garnet Valley in a very well-played, tense contest by a score of 7-0. Bob Herbin back here with Steve Scolari and Chris McSweeney. And Chris, story of the game. Alex Warden and Marcellus Irving with basically the lone highlight of the contest.
2: Yeah, pretty much. It just came down to that one touchdown run by Irving all the way back in the first quarter. It seems a long time ago now. But you want to give credit to both teams tonight. A tough game to play in. The element's really tough. And both teams really played well. Gave it all they had. It just one of these things, Bob, one team has to lose, one team has to win. It's the way it is.
1: Oh well, There's no shame in uh, the result for head coach Ray Johnson's men tonight. Just a quick unofficial stat. Here we have Alex Warden, 18 rushes, 98 yards. He really came on late with at least 70 of those in the, in the second half. Yeah, he kind of dominated the second half, like you say, Bob. That was it. He was the go-to guy, and uh, it was just enough. As this is one of those games where it's it, it I imagine it would be very tough to look at game film and say this is what you did wrong. You need to a- adjust this. And like you said, sometimes some a team just plays better. Right. Executes a couple of plays better here and there. And you can't get too bent out of shape out of that. Because look how far the program has come over the last couple of seasons. You know, that's just the way the football gods work. Last week against Strath Haven it was a one touchdown contest, fourteen to seven. And Garner Valley is a similar team, to Marple Newton and Strath Haven. And
2: they just did
1: one play better as far as I'm concerned tonight.
2: Yeah, like you said, Bob, we talked about before and a couple weeks ago a lot of parity in this league, especially in the Stratheaven game we saw it. And tonight we also saw it. Both teams evenly matched, and it just basically comes down to one play getting in the end zone over the Tigers not getting in the end zone.
1: Well, just a quick wrap-up. We will not be back here at Harry Harvey Stadium for three weeks as the Tigers look to rebound from this disheartening loss next Friday at Upper Derby a game which is easily for the taking also the following week October 30th at Harrington which is at the bottom two of the Central League so Marple Newtown you look you think they would have uh, two victories to boost their confidence there and then November 6th back here at Harry Harvey Stadium against Radnor which will be the next time we are on the air and by that time pretty much the fate of the Tigers 2009 season will be determined Exactly. So there you have it. Once again, the final score from Harvey Stadium on a very gloomy, chilly, rain-soaked Friday evening. Garnet Valley 7, Marple Newtown nothing. On this homecoming day. And you can read more about this game and get coverage of the entire 2009 season provided by Chris McSweeney and Steve Scaleri on eyeofthetigersblog.com. So for Chris McSweeney, my color commentator... Engineer, producer, man behind the controls, as the Wizard of Oz usually is, Steve Scalari, statistician Sam Snyderman, head coach Ray Giunta. assistant principal, athletic director Dennis Reardon, and, of course, the man who puts it all together, executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Bob Herbin. We will see you back here in three weeks, November 6th, against Radnor. Have a good evening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Our next podcast from Harry Harvey Stadium will be presented on Friday, November 6th when the Marple Newtown Tigers play host to the Red Raiders of Radnor High School. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Next week, the Tigers will travel to Upper Darby High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 23rd in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Coverage of that game will be provided by Chris McSweeney and Steve Scolari of the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Until then, for Chris McSweeney, Steve Scolari, and Bob Herpin, I'm Jim Allsman. wishing you a great weekend from Harry Harvey Stadium, and go Tigers!
1: What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken us? Any time Any
0: time To show To show you what you need to live Tell it to me slowly Tell you why I really want to know